You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, welcome to another episode of Tales from the Bar Side, my friends. I'm your host, Remy. This is my lovely co-host, Lauren. Hi. And this is my old buddy, Rob Zanny, who, if you listen to Tales from the Bar Side back in the day, uh, was my old co-host on Tales from the Bar Side, <laughs> the first iteration. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, buddy? Nothing. Uh, it's good to see your Sit. face again. Yeah, it's good to see you, bud. Yeah, welcome to uh, welcome to 2021 podcasting. This is how we do it now on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Social distancing, man. Social distancing. So yeah, we've been doing it uh, via Zoom since March, and it's not the same, but it is still mm-hmm. fun, and we do still love it. We do still love all the people that tune in, both of them. So, tuning <laughs> in tonight. How is uh, how are things going for you? Are you still are you still working at the bar, buddy? No, not at all. Um, I took the the I guess the uh, payout to basically go on unemployment, and okay. I'm pre- pretty happy with that. You know, I was opportune enough to um, save some money, and everybody else that worked there was living uh, via night to night. So, right, yeah. I, I, I want I wanted them to uh, kind of do that, you know. Um, like I said, I saved up a, 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 a. I have I have enough for a while. Right on. So well, you've got you've got another business too. You do the boat yeah. wrapping thing in the fall. Well, I do, and... I do I do fiberglass. I do wood. I do uh, you know gel coat repair, and you know I just finished my shrink wrap season. So. So you're you're doing all right. You don't need the bar yeah. for uh, for the money. No, I I don't I don't need it, but I like <laughs> it. It's just that uh, the staying at home thing, you know, that interaction with humans thing. You know, don't get right. me wrong. I got my girl, and I love that. But uh, at the same time, you you need to talk to other people too. So, yeah. but it's dangerous sense. to be working too. You know, you're putting yourself out there if you were there. Yeah. It's so, nice that the place that you work at was able to let you go on to unemployment and stuff because a lot of people got screwed out of being able to do that. I also, the place I work at, let me go on to unemployment too. So, yes. So, I mean, like I said, it's 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 been a blessing, but at the same time, I'm I'm bored. Bored. Oh yeah. Do you miss it? Do you miss bartending? Absolutely. Absolutely. What are some it's, things that you miss about it, like the most? Uh, the people interaction, actually. Yeah, just being able to be around people. Yeah, Talk just one of those things where you 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 see the same. Do you see? Well, in in my at my bar, you see the same group of people every day. But then again, you had different ones that uh, would pop in, and I got to meet new people, and that was really special to me. What kind of bar did you work at? Uh, well, I've worked at many kinds of bars. This one is a, I guess I, I Remy explain my bar to her. It's a biker bar, but it's not what you think of as a biker no, no, bar. No, you, no, you were, you were only there on, you were I mean, only there on Tuesdays when it was bike night. Night. No, yeah. it's, it's a really, it, you walk in and it's a, and it looks super classy. Like it's really nice booths, really nice lighting, really nice layout of the bar. Everything looks like nice and clean and cool. There's a small dance floor where they'll have like either a DJ or a lot of times they'll do, um, like a game night with trivia and stuff like that. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a rectangular kind of horseshoe shaped bar. It's, but it's got weird angles to it. Like one side yeah. of it looks like it's horseshoe and then it kind of cuts out for a little server station. And so it's just, it's a really, really cool place. And it's, it's not 
huge. It's it's like it's very kind of comfortable. That's right. the, uh, that's a good way to describe it. Honestly, it's like a, it's like a Cheers. You know, where you walk yep. in, everybody knows your name, and everybody gets along. It's just it's one of those places that. Uh, you know, I've worked the clubs, I've worked this, I've worked that, and this is probably my favorite place I've ever worked in my life. That's good. It's good to like the place that you work at. Mm-hmm. It is when you got a great owner. You got a great owner. Scott is an awesome owner, and there's like everybody that I've met there has been super nice, super friendly. Yeah, I mean, all all the staff, all the patrons, and it's like you know, it's a regulars kind of hangout. Like everybody right, who comes right. in there is a regular, and if you're not a regular and you come in there, you soon will be. <laughs> like yeah, that, that, that's that's ninety nine percent of what I have going on right now. Yeah. Well, not right now, but uh, you know, ninety nine percent of the people that walked in there came in, had such a good time and just everybody was friendly and, and whatnot. And they became a regular and it's just, like I said, it's it's definitely a cheers kind of place. Right. Yep. Good food, good drink prices. Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, lots of handsome bartenders and cute bartender girls and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah. You shut your mouth. I will give you a bubble bath. <laughs> I didn't ask you for a foot massage, all right? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> How long have you been bartending and working in the uh, service industry? Uh, about 28 years. Nice. Yeah, I started in uh, 93, 94. I started at the the, the clubs. You know, uh, 90, 94, I was working at Lipsticks back when it was huge. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And then I worked at Wild Woody's. I worked at Emerald Theater. I worked at Madison's. I worked. Yeah, I've been. a Yeah, it's been a little crazy. Definitely ran the circuit. Yeah. And yeah, that was a know, good time for nightclubs. Oh, uh, to make the money that we made. Oh, hell yeah. You know, uh, and at the same time. It just, um, it kind of tuckered out, obviously. Um, but um, I still love it. I still love it. Of course. Okay, so like when you were working at like lipsticks and stuff like that, obviously you've probably seen some pretty crazy shit happen, right? Uh, you, 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 what, what would you like <laughs> to talk about? <laughs> uh, you tell me. You start from wherever you want to. Um, I want to hear some stories. Um, at lipsticks, uh, basically it was uh, 90% women. Yep. 10% guys. And all the guys fought over the 90 percentile of the women. <laughs> uh, we had, uh, there was a shooting there, not in the bar, but it was outside the bar. That's what closed us down. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, we, you know, the, the fights we had were vicious with the girls. I, it's, I still, I, 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 I can't even explain how vicious you women are. <laughs> didn't they do like drag shows and stuff no they we had a we had a night where we did uh like an alternative night and that's okay. the night that you know the the drag i i thought that i had been there maybe once before and yeah. it was kind of like definitely like a like a gay bar type vibe and yeah. i there might have been like a show or something happening like with people lip syncing or like we had that, I yeah. I recall like a drag king or something night, which was actually super fun. I had a great time. They had a like uh, twerking contest and stuff, and I was like all about it. <laughs> did you win? Yeah, 
<laughs> I was no, I did not. I <laughs> I was not participating. But they chose like random people in the crowd, and they were like, "Come up and like you had to like do this one move," and it was pretty fun. I was like, they should have chosen me. Were you there for the cage <laughs> the, the cage dancing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a place called Mephisto's? Yes, I've been there. Okay, a couple I times. used to go to Mephisto's. I used to like uh, one of my friends danced there, like in the cages, and she like mm-hmm. put me on the schedule one night, and I went and like did like a guest cage dance over there. <laughs> yeah, because we 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 ended up putting the sheets behind uh, over the top, and we backlit it, and uh, we did like the shadow dancing. Yeah, and that yeah. Was, that that was a huge thing. So yeah, just like it was a lot of fun working there, but uh, like I said, a lot of drama. You know, where I'm mm-hmm. at now, there's there's no drama. There's no anything, and I love it. Yeah, you that's know. good. You know, the, the place I work at, there's no security. There's no bouncers. There's no this. There's no that. It, uh, everybody polices themselves, and I love it. I want to hear more about these girl fights. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, when I was working at Wild Woody's, this is going to sound bad, but uh, it is what it is. But not even a girl fight. But uh, we had a young lady walk into the men's bar, uh, men's bathroom, because she couldn't get into the ladies' bathroom. Picked up her skirt and pissed in the urinal. <laughs> All right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not kidding you. I'm not you kidding. Gotta you gotta go. You gotta go. I no, mean, but like, the, I can't say that I blamed her. But the way she arced it perfectly into the urinal. <laughs> um. And it was funny because I was in the urinal next to her. I looked over like, did she have a dick? You know? (laughs) (laughs) And it was funny. In in the bathroom attendant that we had, Gary, was this uh, little little old man that sold mints and gum and all that crazy uh, cologne. cologne, Yep. He's looking at me with my Wild Woody shirt on going, what the hell is going on? We're all just standing there staring at this girl pissing into the urinal, which I thought was funnier than hell. I wasn't even mad. (laughs) So my my buddy Dennis that um, worked there, um, rest his soul, um, the the bouncer. And I said, uh, hey, just so you know, there was a girl pissing in the guy's bathroom. And he goes, well, I'll kick her out. I go, no, buy her a drink. (laughs) All right. But just, definitely but uh yeah some of the some of the cat fights got a little ugly and i remember the one night there was a girl that took off her stiletto not only did she beat the crap out of the other girl with her stiletto but beat the crap out of a couple of guys and people needed stitches <laughs> i'm not That's kidding perfect. not at all Jesus. you know if I, had my, if I had my buddy here he's got a scar on his forehead that proves it oh nice. <laughs> she hit him square between the eyes vicious spot witch yep yep and the hair pulling and the hair pulling and you know just throwing bottles and glasses and stuff like that it's just uh kind of kind of little uh kind of look crazy do you think it was because there was such a there were so many more women to men maybe or that that or they're just all aggressive as hell you know i i couldn't tell you you know uh even at my bar i have more problems with the women than i do with the guys yeah. So, I don't know. I, I I watched a girl run over, well, not run over, but uh, hit three girls in the parking lot because they're surrounding her car. She got pissed off and just gunned it. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, that's some jail time. You could you yeah. could go away for yeah, a while. Yeah, for, for real. Attempted for real. murder. 
vehicular manslaughter. But uh, <laughs> she got a, she got she got a slap in the wrist, Ugh. and uh, that was it. You was know, anyone injured? Testify. What's that? Was anyone like injured? I'm not bumps and bruises. Yes, as far as broken bones and cuts uh, and stitches, no. Right. So well, that's good. Pretty dangerous game. <laughs> That's always people are crazy. Game. People you do hear that like crazy there? fights and stuff. You hear that out there? You broads learn how to hold your liquor, all right? <laughs> we, don't, <laughs> we don't have to separate you. Cat fighting. But, uh, I've had to oh, like no. deal with people like shitting their pants before. And uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, have you have you ever had to deal with anyone that was like super wild like that or like threw up everywhere or something? We we he just passed away uh from COVID. But we had an old guy named Roger. Uh, we called him Roger because that's how he talked. But uh, he would come in and he was so afraid of losing, losing his bar stool that he would piss or shit himself every time he was there. What? He was, yes, I'm not kidding. This is at a different bar. Um, he was probably well into his 70s. Um, he, um, he Every time he came in, everybody asked him, you know, he's retired. Every time he came in, somebody go, what'd you do for a living? And it was something different every single time. <laughs> so, was, I mean, he was good at telling stories. That's where something. Yeah. But, but I'd be like, after once or twice, I'd be like, dude, we'll save your spot for you. Trust me. Nobody's going to take well, your seat. Like, go to No bed. one wants to sit there anyway, because you just shit and pissed all over it. <laughs> you know? Right. But uh, no, he, like I said, uh, he was, um, he was something else. He was something else. He claimed he was a Mason. He claimed he was an airline pilot. He claimed that he did this. Come to find out he retired from Chrysler. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know what? I would just be like making up some stories like that too. I'm fucking 70 years old. Like, okay. Yeah. Definitely Tell anybody anything. Who's going to question you? Who's going to question you? But the pooping and peeing part really got us. It's, it's Okay. Yeah. You know, that's too much. I can't deal with that. I would have been like, bro. Like you can't come in here if you're going to be doing that. But uh, unless we would, unless it was like legitimately an accident, and then that's just kind of sad, and I understand. But you know, this this sounds <laughs> bad. We used, we used to short pour his drinks every time because he would come in loaded no matter what, and right. then we we would pour uh, the liquor down his straw. Bartender trick. Um, yeah. And uh, he was like, "Wow, this is really strong." I'm like, "Just drink it." <laughs> yeah. Never tipped, never this, never that. You know, yeah, he was something else. Well, those kind of things, like, I I don't know. If so, I had a customer that was like semi homeless and he would never tip, and like we would comp his food because he'd come in, you know, he knew that we'd take care of him, give him a cheeseburger or something like that. And, and, and you don't expect a tip from him, but like a retiree. Like, if you're a regular at the bar, you got to tip, man. It's just like, that's, it's just part of the business, you know? Like, I'm never going to say anything to somebody, but still, not. just like, uh, yeah, that would stick in my craw. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I agree. A little, about a little something, you know, for the effort. <laughs> you know, that, especially cleaning up uh, urine soap floor or oh, I'm not know, scooping up, you know, getting the the doggy bag out there to pick up the poop. Come on, no, man. No, 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 no. First time you did that, I would have beat his ass and thrown him out and fucking no, never he let was, him back in again. Remy, Remy, you're, you're as big as I am. Um, he was a little tiny guy. Yeah. 
Well, he yeah. definitely would have never come and shit in my bar again. <laughs> 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 you know, I'm not saying that I'd keep pummeling him for a half an hour, but I'd right. definitely throw his ass out on his fucking geezer and. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of times that we thought about it, but uh, you know, just one of those things where, but you get you also you know like we Remy, you and I talked about this before, where you get your people that come in and they're just amazing. Yeah, they go over they go overboard with stuff like that, and then you get your people that don't do anything, and you know your night kind of yin and yang out, you know, works it out. You take the good with the bad. Yeah, somebody doesn't tip, the next person tips, you know, twenty bucks, and you're good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the over tippers make up for the under tippers, but still, if right. somebody's a regular, it's like, come on, man. There's a, you got to know, you know, but, you got to you know, leave a little something. But you know, just like just like with Kenny that comes into my bar, you know, he he spends seventy bucks a day on average, a hundred and twenty in Kino, and he tips five. Yeah. Am right. I mad? At, am I mad at him? No. Is it, right. it? It it is what it is. You know, I can't really control that but at the same time you know you're spending 70 you know 75 bucks in my bar keeping scott afloat um you know what i mean and then uh he's definitely keeping uh michigan state lotto in check too (laughs) yeah yeah now if he hits real big on the kino will he will he peel you off a little something extra um he won 20 grand in my bar in your bar in my bar in front of you uh well i i sold him the ticket he tipped me 50 bucks in Kino. In Kino? Yes. So, like, he gave you a $50 ticket? Yeah. And did it win? No. Of course <laughs> so, not. He didn't, so he didn't give you anything. But, the, the, you know, the, the, the gesture was nice. But at the same time, it's like when I hit for 410 um, one time, I gave the, the bartender 20 bucks. She goes, what's this for? I said, I just hit for 410 yeah. And she, she goes, you don't have to do that. I go, yeah, I do. You sold me yeah. the ticket. No, totally. Yeah, enough. it's just like how, it's, like, don't people, like, tip their dealers and stuff, like, in... Um, at, the, at the casino? At the casino? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, those people right. make tips. Yeah, if I'm on a hot streak at the casino, I'll definitely throw them some, uh, definitely throw the dealer some cheddar. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, same thing. I, on my birthday, I won, like, 150 bucks on Kino, and uh, tipped the bartender, like, 25, and uh, I think I think it was a place where she could do shots too. So like did a shot with her and uh, oh, I, that definitely happens. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, you went 150 bucks on your birthday. Like that just paid for my bar tab plus some money in my pocket. So right. Yeah. I'm definitely going to throw you some definitely going to like, you know, order a couple shots for people and stuff. It's good time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, same time. It's just, you know, you take the good with the bad. That's all I'm trying to say. You know, right. You got your good ones. You got your bad ones. You got this, you got that. Yeah, I'm not dealing with no poopy pants, though. Fuck that. <laughs> I did have a guy that used to come into my bar, and he would do the same thing. Like, sit there, drink a couple of beers, probably like six beers or whatever. Wouldn't spend a lot of money, but he was spend a crap ton in Kino. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but he would always bitch about being broke. And he would always bitch about, like, the price of our beers because they were three seventy five, and they used to be three twenty five, And so the 50 cents was really going to make or break them. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, dude, well, like, you know, I don't know what to tell you, first of all, because the price is the price. And like, that's just, that's what it is. I'm not going to like cut some special deal for you. Like, sorry, the price is the price. And he would always still buy them, but he had to complain about it the entire time. And he never tipped. He never tipped. If he did, 
it would be like a couple of bucks and I was appreciative either way, but it was just like, you know, at the same time, like you're making a lot of demands for somebody who's not helping me pay my bills at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know? When you get, when you get to know the regulars that are like definitely non tippers, like rarely if ever give you anything, it's like, I'm still going to get your stuff. I'm still going to give you good service. But like, if I'm busy taking care of somebody else, you're going to be waiting a minute. Like, that's just right. the way it goes. You know, sorry. Well, that's that's bar etiquette, though. You know. Yeah. I'm not that's saying uh, I ignore you. I'm just saying, like, I'm, you know, I'm not going to jump every time you say jump. <laughs> yeah, that's that's saying F you without saying F you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Robbie, you keep getting shorter and shorter. What's happening, buddy? I know, right? I'm going down the <laughs> rabbit hole. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm on my phone. I'm not used to using the, the camera. Bullshit, I can, so. we, we didn't notice at all. We couldn't hardly tell. <laughs> you know, um, but, uh, you know, I've also had customers that come in and they would walk in and say, hey, I have X amount of dollars and what can I get for this? And right. uh, Lauren, um, this one guy, the one, you know, he didn't tip me at all, which I don't expect the world. Sure. Mm. But um, he ended up getting a new job and dropped off an envelope for me with five hundred dollars in it. That's um, awesome. That's cool. yeah. So he but, remembered. Uh, yeah. He remembered you. Yeah. So just it's it's little it's little stuff like that that keeps me going with this. Um, besides my salary and stuff like that, uh, but uh, you know, I just want I want people to be happy, you know. But uh, for him to come in and drop off an envelope with $500 in it when he never had a pot to piss in. That was kind of impressive. Yeah. yeah that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I'm a good person. If yeah. I ever, if I ever win the lottery, I'm definitely tipping thousand dollars to people. Just brand no. Oh yeah. Like, like, no, no. All day long. I'm, I'm taking my bartenders on a cruise. Yeah. For real. Do uh, that. Like, a, like a long one. And then yeah. pretend like I was one of your bartenders. Okay. <laughs> I think we all need a cruise, man, for real. I'm, yeah, but uh, no, my you know my my favorite bartenders are going on vacation. I guarantee. Oh yeah, I, for I, sure. If I, if I ever hit the lotto, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just the point of like, if I had the means, I would definitely tip real, real fat all the time. You know, it's like, I try and tip good, but only within my means. You know, it's like yeah. But, you know, this year has been something else, to say the least. You know, normally, uh, you know, Remy, say you were my bartender over at your place. Yeah. You would get a $50 something, either 50 sure. bucks or, you know, I wouldn't buy you a Kino, but uh, you would get $50 <laughs> somewhere um, right. just because, you know. Exactly. But being the fact that uh, I've worked, what, we've worked, what, three months out of this whole year? Pretty much four months. I have not. Oh, yeah, none. it was like two and a half. Because because I still work at nightclub at a nightclub. So um, nightclubs aren't allowed to open. They haven't been able to open this entire time. And we don't oh, have wow. like a patio area. So we weren't even able to open like just during the summer for the patio. Oh, wow. And um, so I've been shut down. I haven't worked since March 14th of yeah. 2020. Yeah, my uh, my last day of work was uh, Mar- Mar- March 14th, and yeah. uh, I walked in on the Monday to pick up my paycheck, and they said, don't bother coming into work. Well, I don't have cable, so I didn't know anything was going on. Yeah, well, yeah. I, knew, I knew something was going on, but didn't know that Whitmore shut 
the state down. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then we opened, reopened uh, June eighth, and mm-hmm. I got to work. I got to work for a couple of months, and then that was it. Yeah, yeah. It, was all, it was done. So. Yeah, I just, I never, I I went back when he was going to open up because I was working downtown at a little seafood joint and um, I was going to go back, but uh, yeah, it just didn't feel comfortable to me. And so I I came in and helped him like get ready to open. But then when he actually opened, I didn't. And then my my buddy got me a job in Plymouth and I went and I thought, well, okay, cool. You know, it seems like a nice place. So fancy schmancy Plymouth and everybody's got money out here. It'd be a good gig. And I went in for one training shift and was like, Nope, 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 Nope. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't be around people not wearing masks, like breathing in my face while I'm bartending. Like, Nope, mm-hmm. sorry. So yeah. That's yeah. So my, my bar has been closed, but I was offered a gig um, at a place I used to work at and um, I ended up turning it down. But um I went there to like see what it, what was going on to like kind of scope it out before I like turned it down and was just like, you know, like how safe are they being and everything. And they were being extremely safe. It's not necessarily the bar that was bad. It's just that there's a lot of people that come in there. And when you have a lot of people in there and not a lot of the staff working, they can't really regulate people walking around without their masks on or, you know, like that type of stuff. And so I just didn't feel safe going back to a different bar, especially since I was like, I don't know when my bar is actually going to open and I don't want to leave these people high and dry when my bar opens back up because my, the place I work at currently takes precedence, you know? So I don't know. Like the entire thing, like navigating through that is just like really weird and hard to do, you know, like what's the right thing to do and what's not. So, yeah, it just, it's, it's like me walking into my place now to, to even get a carry out, you know, yeah, we still yeah. let a couple of regulars in, but it, it, you know, as a bartender or any of the cooks that come out or even management has to wear a mask, but none of these bastards do uh, that kind right. of bothers me a little bit. Yeah, it's so. like it doesn't doesn't make any sense. It does not make sense at all. It's like when I went to the casino one time during COVID, they make you wear a mask the whole time, and you can order drinks, but you have to like pull your mask down, take a sip, and then put your mask right back up. Like no mm-hmm. taking it off while you're eating and drinking. Oh wow! And honestly, I'd be like okay with that. And actually, I'd rather go to the casino when there's it's not filled with a whole bunch of like cigarette smoke and stuff too, because I can't imagine <laughs> letting people smoke in there. Nope, they don't. Because even, like, as somebody, like, I live with smokers, I've smoked before, like, all that stuff. It's not like I'm just, like, I don't smoke or anything like that. It's just walking through plumes of people's smoke during a pandemic. Right. (laughs) I'm, like, not interested in doing, you know? So, So, Lauren, you're you're not a smoker at all. Oh, no, I have smoked. Yeah, I mean, I don't really smoke anymore, really. I kind of, I did for a while and then just kind of, like just by itself kind of like went away yeah no i just i i I look at it and laugh because uh you know when i started you were allowed to smoke in the bars and i've never been same Same. i've I've never been a smoker but i remember coming into the house and stripping my clothes off leaving them in the foyer yeah and taking Uh a shower and taking a shower immediately (laughs) even when i was like a smoker smoker I hate smelling like cigarettes at all. Like I would be 
like in the peak of my smoking, I would be smoking, you know, like I really didn't even smoke that much, even like as a smoker, like I smoked maybe a half a pack in a day. Um, and now it's like, if I'm super drunk, I'll like hit a cigarette. And like before Remy knows, like I would smoke all the time, but like since like COVID and stuff, I definitely have been like, don't really smoke as much, you know, maybe if I'm drunk or something, but (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, no. And I hate the smell of cigarettes. I hate it. I hate it. Even at the worst of my smoking career whatever you want to call it. I was like, I have to cover my hair. I have to wear gloves. I would like wear a zip up in the middle of the summer to cover up my clothes. I hate the smell of cigarettes. Yeah. It's, you know, my, I grew up with the, you know, mom and dad between the two of them smoked uh, almost six packs a day. Woof. Yeah. yeah. Chain smoking. My oh, parents my. smoked too when I was younger, but they both like quit. I, I think my dad is, it's been quite some time now, but less than 10 years, but they smoked like their entire lives. Yeah. It's just not, you know? not for me. Um, Smoke that sweet Chiba. Yeah, you do. <laughs> we know that. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't smoke every day, but I don't necessarily <laughs> smoke cigarettes every day. No, I don't. I just don't smoke <laughs> at all. So, but um, Lauren, I had uh, this one bartender that worked for me. She rest her, rest her soul. Amazing girl. But uh, when you're allowed to smoke in the bar, she, we had the ashtrays spread across the bar and she would have a lit cigarette every five feet. Mm-mm. But that was the thing. She would talk to one customer, take a puff, go talk to the other customers, take a puff, yeah. go talk to the other customers. I, and I'm sitting there going, your cigarette habit has to be ridiculous. It's and insane. she smoked. Yeah. Just one it's like just carry work. one with you from place to place, knucklehead. Dude, at <laughs> I, this I, point, I'm like, if I smoke like two cigarettes, then I am like, my lungs hurt the next morning, and I feel like shit. Yeah, like I, yeah, it's, they say being it's outside not good for in you. the cold. No, that's they something don't. I don't <laughs> like doing. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like doing that at all. So, so yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> being a smoker in the wintertime <laughs> in Michigan sucks. No, no yeah, way, no. it's terrible. And I think that it helped to like kind of like make me not really want to smoke as much anymore when like I stopped smoking inside of places that I lived and I stopped smoking inside of my vehicles. And yes. it's like when you when you break the habit of smoking like while driving or right after eating or like just casually in your home, you after find sex. that you will automatically even if you are a smoker will be smoking considerably less. Yeah. than what you did before yeah it's oh. all those little things that you trick your brain into like oh i need a cigarette after sex i need a cigarette with my coffee i need a cigarette when i'm driving like mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's where the habit really takes hold and stuff but, yeah but you know <clears throat> just it's 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 everything you know um i remember my dad in the morning coffee cigarettes i remember our breaks mm-hmm. from the radio show remy oh yeah <laughs> you guys yeah. were out there Take a little break. Take a little smoke break. <clears throat> wow, the good stuff, anyways. Yeah, but uh, yeah, good shit. Good gotta shit. Help keep our, gotta help. Keep I our do remember on. like smoking in bars and stuff because while we were bartending, we would have like there was. So I used to work at Necto out in Ann Arbor. I don't know if you ever heard of it. No. 
Okay, so it's like a nightclub that it's been there for a long time. It used to be called like a bunch of different things. It was like Chances Are and then Second Chance and then uh, it was called the Nectarine Ballroom and then Necto. So I worked there for a really long time and it's like a really, really big nightclub. And behind the bar, there used to be like a hallway that you went down and you could like either turn into like literally being behind the bar or you would go straight down to like the bar back room. And there would be like, we would set up like a little ashtray right there at the bar back room. So you could like literally turn the corner, serve somebody and then turn the corner, hit your cigarette and then turn the corner and uh-huh. serve somebody again. And when they did put the smoking ban in, that's like when I was smoking like the most probably. And I, that's when I started to like kind of peter out like the, what year was that? I'm sorry. Um, when did they put in the smoking man? Over ten years ago now. Two thousand seven, oh, well two thousand eight. I think it was yeah, like two thousand. Yeah, I think it was like two thousand eight. I would even say, yeah, okay, probably two thousand eight. Because I remember I was working, or maybe two thousand nine. Yeah, I was working downtown. I was at the Hard Rock, and I definitely remember working when they had a smoking section. We had a quitters never quit party. In. Yep. We like exactly. literally at the nightclub had a quitters never quit party. And it was like the night before they like put the smoking ban into effect. And it was like a huge, like everyone smoke them while you got them. We put out ashtrays, like, you know, like camel used to like give out ashtrays as yeah. like, you know, <laughs> and they had the ones with like the bike chains around them. Do you remember those? Camel uh... had like these like ashtrays. They were glass on top, and then it was like a bike chain in a circle around it. And we got cases. No, of we them. never. I never had that. Oh my god, yeah, I so have fun. one still. Nice. And we had cases of them that they because you know how like like liquor reps will come and they'll like give you stuff. Like they'll be like, here's some bar, like some speed keys, or like here's some fucking bar mats, or you know here here's some shirts of ours, or whatever the fuck. At the time, cigarette companies were doing that too. Like, you yep. remember the cigarette people coming in and like t- scanning your shit, and they would give you free packs of cigarettes. I do like, remember that. Yes, full on. Not like here's a coupon for a pack you can go pick up no. yourself. No, like here you get two free packs of cigarettes just for letting us scan your ID and say that we know that you're at this place right now. Yep. And I had friends That's- that like. If you weren't a smoker, you would be like, for five bucks, I'll scan my ID and give you the two (laughs) free packs of cigarettes. And I had a place down the street from me that they didn't give a fuck what kind of cigarettes you got from them. You could give them back the cigarettes and trade them out for whatever you wanted, whatever Uh you wanted, as long as it's like equal value. So Camel used to send out like things that were like $50 off a carton once a year for Christmas. It was like 50 bucks off a carton. Well, carton at the time was like 55 bucks. So you pay $5 for a carton of cigarettes. Like they had the scam of the lifetime going. They made so much money that they were like, we're basically just going to give you the cigarettes and you can smoke them for free. Well, cigarettes are cheap to produce. They don't cost shit to produce. The reason that they're so expensive is all the taxes that they levy on them. You know, it's the definitely taxes. The oh my god! They made it so easy to be a smoker during those times, and then as soon as like the smoking ban and stuff went into effect, it was like you weren't allowed to have ashtrays on your on yep. you know on your premises anymore. Obviously, you can't carry matches. You can't sell cigarettes legally, like at a bar. You have to like buy them from like a retailer. You I, know. 
So I know a couple of hole in the wall bars where they still put out ashtrays for you. I, like, I know some places yeah. <laughs> that have ashtrays and they sell cigarettes behind yeah. the bar. They'll still let you smoke inside as you know the right, you know, if you're what? at the right place or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know some places where you can smoke inside still. Probably not since COVID. I haven't been to those places since COVID. Oh, well, started, I couldn't I, tell you anything that's happening during COVID. Uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't been out to many places at all since COVID. <laughs> yeah, I've only been to my place, and that's it. Me, and that's yeah. to pick yeah. up my check. And then I grab the carry a couple of times up at Tipsy's months and months and months ago, and that was it. Yeah, it just felt weird being, you know, once once the pandemic mm. hit, I went out a couple of times. I was like, this doesn't feel right. This feels dangerous as hell. This is like, ah, <laughs> I definitely don't want to get COVID. So I'm not going to do right? this. Right. Yeah. I took another test today. I got another negative test today. Take that, COVID. I'm 4-0, motherfucker. So, yeah, four I, 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 I was positive back in, well, they're thinking December. Uh, I have the antibodies. Yeah. So oh, once, nice. once March came, so when March came around, because I got, uh, you know, I never take any time off work. It's just I work, 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 and then uh, when I got tested, they're like, "Well, you have the antibodies, so you already had it." I'm like, "When did I have it?" And then I was thinking back, December, I took three days off of work, going, "Oh shit, that was the, that was the time." You know, I yeah. felt like crap, but I, I I didn't I didn't have any flu like I just felt like shit. Yeah. And um, I didn't want to give whatever I thought it was the cold, you know, I didn't want to mm-hmm. give anything, at, you know, at, at anybody at my work that. So, I, you know, Remy, you know me, I'm a workaholic and uh, oh, yeah. I, I just, um, I took some time off work and come to find out I have the antibodies. So obviously I already had it. So yeah. Well, it's yeah, the, the, the scariest thing about this, and I was talking to the people who do the testing today, is that there's some people that have it and absolutely no symptoms. They're walking around like they're fine, and they're not. I have the sniffles. That's, that's why I keep getting tested all the time, because I'm like, I could have it at any time and absolutely not know it. You know, not everybody who gets gets it gets sick. Mm-hmm. So, so. <clears throat> but yeah, so far, you- I have not had it. I got no antibodies and no trace of it, so. But my mask just like is working is the way I look at it. Yeah. Um, and just like uh what was it a week and a half ago I posted I had six people die in seven days. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, one was from COVID. Yeah. But at the same time, I got tested again. Still antibodies, still negative, still this, still that, you know. It's just uh it's a little scary. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's with very my son. Scary. You know, with my son, his mother works in the uh, the healthcare industry. You know, she's got to get tested once a week for Christ's sake. Right. You know, and he was feeling kind of crappy, so he didn't come over because he didn't want to give anything to me. Or you know, my my dad's not in the best health, so you know, we see him all the time. Um, so we stayed away. That's the the nature of things these days, man. That's you know I haven't seen my kid since before Christmas. You know. He's, oh wow. He's wow. Ten. Well, it's because wow. I decided to, I decided to take a little trip, and so then I had to quarantine myself to make sure that I didn't have it and wait. You know, the requisite five to seven days before I got tested and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just the timing of it worked out that way and stuff. But you know, the other thing is that we got technology. We've got cameras. We've got 
uh, video chat and Zoom and FaceTime and stuff. I see him. You know, it's like I get to talk to him every day. He's, you know, my son sucks at that. He's horrible. Anything via the phone. Yeah, I horrible. Know I do. You got you got people like us three that talk for a living. Right. And then I have my son who is absolutely the worst ever. Just the lip, huh? <laughs> but uh yeah, just yeah, talking on the phone, it's it's you know, he's 13, those one answers. How you doing, bud? Good. How's the family? Good. Yeah. One <laughs> you know, word answer. How was school? How was school? Okay. How was this? Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Try and ask them more descriptive questions, and they just, you know. Well, no, uh, it's, I, I try and trip them up a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's still one answer, one answer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you still, you know, how, how's schoolwork on? Great. Fine. <laughs> Doing good. <clears throat> I don't have kids, but I do uh, know the feels. Do, well, does, no, he have I, that, does he have that mopey teenager voice, too? Like, fine. It's good. Yeah, exactly. Everything sucks. It sucks. You know, your 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 boys your boys ten. Yeah, my boy's thirteen. Yeah, so there's twenty minutes. (laughs) No, no, but there's twenty minute showers. You know, you know, you know exactly. (laughs) Oh my god. Like what? At least I know his hands and one part of them are clean. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's fucked up. (laughs) <laughs> y'all are fucked up right now <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's natural Sorry. it happens no it still does what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> alright so tell me something good guys um uh, well I haven't worked so I don't really have any good stories to tell but um, no, there's, there's, there's gotta be something good Oh, there's always stuff that's good. Yeah. There's always stuff that's good. Um, something good. Uh, well, I'm really, I, I redid my entire house, like the entire thing. I touched everything in my house. I threw shit away. I literally did all of my furniture, changed everything about my house, all of it. Nice. And I'm super proud of it. So nice. That is a good thing. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. It's a good feeling. Um, I've been taking photographs every single day since Christmas. Okay. I got a new, I got a new iPhone and the camera is badass on it. And I'm like, I'm going to start taking more pictures. And I have been. So I'm like at least one good, at least one photo that's like good to my eye every day. So Mm. our, our old picture from Tales from the Bar side. Yes. My mother grabbed it, framed it, and and put it on her wall. That is awesome. This, so we we did a photo shoot, and I was like, let's pretend like we're hungover, we're like we're passed out from the night before. No, no, so not we that one. Dressed up, and we had like not ties that one. wrapped around our head. Not that one. Like beer cans no. all over us. Oh, not that one. <laughs> no, the one we took in that little um. I I, I don't know. It's not a like park. Yeah, yeah it was like on a bench, right? Yeah, we're yeah. sitting on a bench. We're just kind of looking cool, and no, we looked amazing. 
That was a great. That was a good photo shoot. No, I mm-hmm. thought I thought you meant she got it framed. The one where we we were no, being silly no, no, and no. like pretending like was, we were passed out she, drunk. She <laughs> laughed at that one, going, "What were you guys doing?" I go posing. And yeah. She goes, "Oh, she goes. So you weren't shit faced." I'm like, "No, we we weren't shit faced." <laughs> no, no, it was went, intentional. Yeah, she has the one that we we took um, in that on the table or whatever the hell that that little park there. Nice. Where, uh, where I had the uh, the bottle of vodka, uh, you had the beer bottle, I had the champagne yep. glass. Or, I'm sorry, That's martini amazing. glass. amazing. Your yeah. mom sounds like a fucking saint. My, my mom is amazing. Amazing. Well, tell her I so. said hello. The guy in the picture says hello. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. No, and it was funny because I, I was talking to my mom earlier, and she's like, what do you got going on? And I said, well, I'm going you know, to talk to Remy later. And she's like, for what? That's the guy you did the radio with, right? I go, yeah, uh, I'm going back on. She's like, what? I go, yeah. I said, it's a, it's an invite <laughs> thing. Um, but I said, but I'm really excited about it. That's awesome. That's a great. Yeah. I love that story. Aww. I do too, man. Yeah. We're I'm so happy, happy to up. have you on. I have you back. I'm glad to be here. I'm really glad to be here. I'm filling in some big shoes. So. Nah. Nah. <laughs> I wear a 13. Yes, you are. <laughs> and I wear an eight. <laughs> yeah. Remy and I used to have a lot of fun. Um, well, myself, Remy and Rick would have a oh, lot yeah. of fun together. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, it was just one of those things. And then we had Amber on. We had so-and-so on. We had, you know, just, it was fun. Give me some memories. I want to hear some Tales from the Barside memories. Memories. Oh, Memories. Well, so <laughs> we, used to, we used to have a theme song, and uh, it was called uh, We Came to Party, right? Mm-hmm. The theme song that we played. <clears throat> and it was groovy, man. So, so freaking cool. Like, so soulful. Why can't I think of my man's it name? It was Melvin Davis, wasn't it? Melvin Davis, yes. Did we always he- play Melvin? We always played Melvin Davis. We came to party. W-C-T-P. Yeah. It was a, just a funky jam. And like, yep. you start off every show with that. And then we recorded on Tuesdays. So the sign off was, we'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Aww. Yep. I love that. <laughs> a good sign No, we had a, we, like I said, we, we had a good time. Um, it was funny because when I got invited to all this, I was so nervous. Oh God, he was shaking like a leaf the first no, time. Why? Yeah. I, I I've never been I'm vocal, but you got two feet of wood in front of me. I'm fine with it. Sure. On a bunch of booze and like you're making drinks, you're doing stuff with your hands, like Right. It's a right. different situation when but, somebody um, sticks a microphone in front of you. Go like Yeah, that that was um you know what's funny is Brick when Rick sold all that stuff, I'm like, why didn't you tell me? Because I would have bought my mic. You know, right. just to have it. So, but uh, yeah, um, every week it was just fun. It was fun. Every Tuesday, we'd get together and we'd have a. I well, I brought a six pack normally. A couple two three um, But uh, yeah, it was just a lot of fun, and I, I miss it. I miss it. It you was know, something. It, it was, was definitely fun. something to do. It was That's the camaraderie awesome. of all three of us. Yeah, for sure. Why did you guys yeah, stop? Yeah, and then that, that's something you got to talk to Rick about. 
Mm-hmm. Well, there was a couple of different so. things. Like uh, I had uh, I had some shit going on in my life that uh, it wasn't really conducive to be driving out to Mount Clemens and oh, that was that was after the fact and stuff. That was no, that was after the fact. No, no, I, I remember specifically why and when I was like, uh, I'm going to, we need to pause this for a while. Like we took a couple of little breaks. We missed a couple of shows and stuff like that. But like, I remember exactly when I was like, yeah, I got to kind of shut down the podcast. Not going to, not going to do it for a while. And my intention was always to get it back up and going again. Yeah, to go back up. Yeah, exactly. And it just so happened that I ran into to the, our lovely and intrepid, uh, leader Dave uh, one night and was telling him about it. And he's like, I know somebody who would be perfect. And I was like, Hey, cool. <laughs> Lauren and I met and it was like, Oh, hell yeah. Dude. That, the first time, the first time we met, it was so cool. Like what a great meeting that was just like, it really was. Having, a couple, having a couple of drinks, having some laughs, talking and chatting. I think I like, I gave you a ride back to your car and like, we sat there talking for like an extra talked for a little minutes. while. Yeah, it was just. No, like, I think that was like the second time because the first time oh, we met right, was right. over at Woodbridge. Uh, Woodbridge, yeah. Yes. And then the second time was over at Temple, not Temple. Temple. Probably. I think it was Temple. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah, because we went with Dave, and then after that, it was like the next like big thing that we did together was like with uh, Ming and stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Yes. Good stuff, man. I've made we so many good friends good through podcasting and bartending and all it's the different great. things that I've done. And, and that's what I'm talking. And that's what I was t- saying earlier. Where you know I've met so many cool people through everything I do, especially bartending. And then I met Remy. Now I met Lauren. Da 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 da. da. Just one of those things where it's a it, it we have this conglomerate. Yeah, but we have this conglomerate of fuckery that just works. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, the weird thing is, Remy, like, and I think we say this like every week in in one way or another, but with like, okay, so Rob, you have to understand is that we've only been doing the podcast for a little over a year now. And mm-hmm. we have spent like a quarter of the time, maybe even less, like a like a fifth of the time is actually together and, and doing it in studio. The rest of it has been completely on zoom. So Remy and I actually, for how like friendship, we like the type of friendship that we have, we've actually Mm -hmm. spent way more time virtually together than we have in person with each other. That's sad. But the time that we spent together was oh, intense. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. It was Dude, intense. <laughs> like fucking partner in crime, man. Just, yeah, it was oh like get together like at five o'clock for our <laughs> right? number seven o'clock, you know, uh like podcast gotta... at five o'clock and start drinking. And then we go on our podcast at seven o'clock and drink. And then we get done and we go out and drink. And then we go to one of our friends' houses and drink. And it's just like we spend it's like a twenty. It's like a twenty-four hour cycle of being together. Oh, you remember That's the? You, do you remember the the video of me shotgunning a beer? Oh my god, I have it yeah. on my phone. I I was <laughs> the one that recorded that. That was so funny. I was I watched it and I was like, oh god, I got a beer gut. Look at that. Like that's not <laughs> that's not pretty. It's like that's what I yeah. noticed about it. 
Yeah, I got this thing now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know what to name mine, but I'm going to do something gobble? nice for it. I'm going to give it a little welcome party. I've got a well, beard to hide mine. Like. <laughs> That's why I've got the beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wish I was a dude in this moment only, so that way I could, like, just hide from here down. Girls can grow a beard, too. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't I really like it. don't want to in real life, but... Nah. We don't want you to in real life. Either. Masks are pretty cool right now, you know, with my COVID-20 just <laughs> covering right here. <laughs> no, I don't like it. I, I hate it. Well, you know, sit up some push-ups while I'll get rid same. of it. I, same. I, I, you know, listen, the nice thing is are that on point right now. Your boobs I'm are on point? I'm a girl, so I can, I can contour boobs this. Boobs and arms are on point. Your boobs are thing. on point? I wish that would happen yeah. to me. Even the COVID-20 <laughs> didn't hit me there. It's like it went here and then straight from like the, the belly button down. <laughs> it See, just no, missed my I, entire torso. I get it in my face, and I don't <laughs> get it. No. Still in a size 32 uh, pants, and... Uh, I got a 50 inch chest, but I got this <laughs> thing. Yeah, I've been Man. buying I've been buying extra large t-shirts and sweatshirts lately just because they fit a little more comfortably. Oh, you little guy. I used to wear mediums and they were skin tight and they looked good in them. Not anymore. <laughs> no. I've been in like, I've been in two X since I was in came out of the shoot. All right. <laughs> nope. Nobody wants to see that dad bod in a tight t-shirt. Like I don't have I don't have a dad bod is the thing. I got a dad neck, not a dad bod. Same, I got a no, bottom no. neck. Yeah, I've been doing push-ups and sit-ups and shit like that, but no cardio. Cardio is where it's at though. That's where it really, really counts. Yeah, but have you seen it outside? It sucks. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I don't, you sound like me when my friends are like vegetables and I'm just like, but have you seen carbs? Because yeah. right. They're so I'm tasty. on that. I'm they a real are. slut so for good. some carbs, dude. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> like I said, my, my girl likes to eat. So we've been eating. You want to see some naughty pics? Send me some bread. All right. <laughs> like actual bread though. Actual bread, some pizza, some cheese bread, some fucking bacon there. <laughs> Oh I, got some Texas, I, dude, I got some Texas hour, toast in the freezer. This hour <laughs> flew by. Like it really did. I'm usually there's sometimes I'll be honest, like I'm looking at the phone and being like, oh, we've only been on for 18 minutes. And like tonight it's just like, oh shit, it's time oh, to wrap shit. up. Yep, it's time um, to wrap up. <laughs> Robbie, we're definitely, we're definitely, definitely, definitely 100 percent gonna have you back on. This Absolutely. has been a blast. Absolutely. This has been a lot of fun. Remy, it's always good to see you. Lauren, it was really, really, really nice to meet you. Nice I love to you guys. meet you too. Cheers, buddy. And hopefully within by summertime, at least by spring or summertime, we can like all go back out to bars and work at bars well, and like well, make well, new Whitmore stories the, and stuff like that. Whitmore said the 14th this year. So we'll hopefully. see what happens. Yeah, I mean we'll being back open yeah. and and then being safe Definitely. are two different things. Definitely, Lauren. Definitely. <laughs> Anyways, I love you, buddy. And it was so good I to love see you. Face. Too. Even if you do have a little bit of jowls going on. I think yeah, you cute. know what? <laughs> you know what? I'll show you my butt. Don't start. Uh don't show me the butt. <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, All right. If you've got stories that you want to send us, Lauren, tell them where to send us. Oh, please you send all you of your stories have... to us. Barsidetales at gmail.com. Barsidetales, T-A-L-E-S, at gmail.com. 
we're so fancy. We've got our own uh, email. <laughs> That's right, awesome. Guys. But you know, you know damn well I have stories. <laughs> no, damn well you have or stories. just come on and tell them to us. Come on and tell Absolutely. us. Absolutely. I'll, I'll be there anytime you guys want. Perfect. All right, you guys. All right. Everybody bye, guys. Good night, guys. Stay safe out there, and we'll see we'll you see next it. week. Bye. All right. See you later. <laughs>